Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. We want to hear from you. As always, shout out to my people over at Facebook and my people over um, in Twitter. Thinking about adding some other streams as well. Um, leave something in the comments if you think that there is a, a streaming place that I should add, like a Twitch or um, something like that. Let me know. Um, I'd love to get your feedback on that. Um, it's been, I just want to say, first and foremost, shout out to Kevin Durant. Shout out to Kevin. Kevin Durant is doing the Lord's work, and it's a, it's a great thing. And if you don't know what I mean is, if you've never... Um, checked out Kevin Durant on social media. He engages the common man, and and what I've what I've now grown to realize is that with him doing this, you know, you've got to salute him. And and I know that there are people out there like, oh, I can't believe that Kevin Durant like responds to the like people on social media. And my answer is always, well, why can't you believe it? He's a human being, right? Uh, on top of being a human being, he's a human being who has more money than he's ever going to be able to spend. He's going to make more money than he's ever going to be able to spend. Not just what he's made to this point, but going forward, he's one of the best basketball players to ever play basketball. So with those things being what they are, why would he not engage if if somebody said that you were something that you were not, you would respond. I don't know a lot of people, and quite honestly, I don't want to know a lot of people who won't stand up for themselves. We live in a society now where the answer to where the answer to being ridiculed, to being unfairly criticized, to being, I mean, to being flat out just lied on and disrespected, the answer to that is to just ignore it. But when do we get into an area where defending oneself was looked at as a negative? I see people who de who downgrade Kevin Durant because he's willing to defend himself. That's something I've never understood. Kevin Durant is willing to do something that a lot of people are not willing to do. He's willing to engage. And, and while he's engaging, he's going to tell you facts. You may not like the facts. You may not agree with the facts. But he's going to tell you the facts. These are the facts according to Kevin Durant. And why would he be able to tell you the facts according to Kevin Durant? Because he's Kevin Durant. So if you're talking about Kevin Durant, if you're making reference to Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant catches wind of you talking about or making reference to him, and he doesn't like what you said, then guess what? He's going to tell you about it. And he should tell you about it. He should let you know. He should make it, he should make it well known. Because... It's not your job 
to be able to go out there and say whatever it is you want to say about Kevin Durant or anybody and not face repercussion. See, that's the part that we always forget about when we talk about freedom of speech. Yes, we have freedom of speech, but we do not have freedom from repercussions. So if I say, yo, this dude sucks, then I should be ready for whatever comes back from this dude sucks. Should I be ready to be shot if somebody if I say someone sucks? No, but I should have known who I was playing with before I played with them, right? I should have known who I was playing with before I played with them. And here's the thing. Everybody knows who they're playing with when they start talking about and or calling out Kevin Durant. They do it on purpose. They might be trolling Kevin Durant. They might be talking poorly, talking reckless because they know that there's a chance Kevin Durant might respond. And guess what? I love him for it. Think about this, right? If you're somebody that's a content creator, you're someone on, on, on social media, you're trying to get your visibility up. And, and somebody like Kevin Durant is willing to engage with you. Whether it's negative or positive, it means the world to whatever it is you're doing within the space. So it doesn't hurt Kevin Durant, at least not in normal people's eyes, people who have some sense. It doesn't hurt Kevin Durant, but it only helps the people that he does it with. So every time he responds to a tweet, every time he quotes somebody, every time he's willing to engage in a back and forth with the quote unquote common man, with the regular person, with the content creator that nobody knows, with the social media journalist that, that no one has recognized yet, he gives that person the platform that if they use it correctly, could help their career, could help their business. It doesn't hurt him at all. And that's the part that I love. It doesn't hurt Kevin Durant. Oh, well, Kevin Durant, why aren't you shooting jump shots instead of going back and forth with people on Twitter? Are you serious? You know how much time these, these people put into their craft? You work your regular nine-to-five job eight hours a day, and some of you don't even work half of that. These people put in anywhere between four and six hours a day just focused on the game. I think they're going to be all right if they spend a few hours on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Twitch, or on whatever, allowing themselves to have another life. That is what you're supposed to do. The same way that you're on Instagram and you work 80 hours or, or 40 hours in a week and 80 hours over the last two weeks is the same way that LeBron James can get on Instagram and like something and tweet something and go live. Why not? What does it hurt? What does it hurt? They gain literally nothing from this. 
Now, LeBron James probably does in some capacity because he has millions of followers. And so because he has millions of followers, he can weaponize that in order to get some things done, get some agendas driven, get some um, advertising dollars, whatever it might be. But it doesn't like he doesn't need that. He has businesses. He has his career that have all paid him in, in, in excess of a billion dollars. They've netted him, excuse me, in excess of a billion dollars. So he doesn't need that. Kevin Durant will be a billionaire one day because of his money he gets playing, because of the investments that he's made. He will be a billionaire one day. So if he's going to be a billionaire one day, you think he cares about the social media the way that you and I might care? Like I am trying, I, I am currently still building I like the way that I'm building. It's a slow build. Would I like to wake up one day and have 10,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel? Absolutely. Would I like to one day wake up and have a blue check by Twitter, by my Twitter name? Because I work for entities and all of their people have blue checks next to them? Yes. Am I like dying for that to happen? No, because I understand my journey. But if I was to get, I'll give you an example. A few weeks ago, not even a few weeks ago, maybe a week and some change ago, I, I, I put a video out on, on Twitter and Instagram and my, my socials, and it was talking about the things that, the reason why arm strength is overrated and, and, and the one thing that arm strength allows you to do, right? And out of nowhere, this thing got like 15,000 views. Now, some of you out there listening might be thinking, oh, that's not a lot of views, but that's that's way more than what I normally get. Now, if I was to all of a sudden change my thought process to try to chase that, I would be giving you guys content that wasn't legit. I would be giving you content strictly on the basis of me trying to get, trying to get likes and retweets and eyes on but that's not my total goal. It's a goal, but it's not the total goal, right? But man, it would be really nice if, say, a Tua, because most of the people who were engaged in that tweet were Dolphins fans, if Tua were to retweet that, it doesn't affect Tua at all. But it would mean a world to a young you know, to somebody who's young in the game of content, right? And I say young, I'm not really young in it. I've been in it, but young into the way in which things have changed. So Kevin Durant, more often than not, going out, engaging people, giving them a platform much larger than they, than they would ever have without him, it really is like, hey, salute you, Kevin Durant. Because so many of these other guys don't do it. So many of the other people don't do it. I was having a conversation with, with, with friends of mine the other day talking about how we, we want to tell the stories of people. And they want other people to tell their story. Um, 
I, I talk a lot about black quarterbacks. If I was a black quarterback, I would never sit down with an entity that didn't have a black man interviewing me. And not because it's racist or anything like that. It's actually pretty simple because I know that most of the black men that I sit down with won't have the built-in stereotype of who I am as a black quarterback. They're just going to see me as a quarterback who happens to be black. Whereas, and we've seen it play out, Diana Rossini's comments non, not, you know what I'm saying, notwithstanding, where those guys sit down or might have be, be, be looked at in a particular way by a certain demographic of people that have the ability to shape or turn the narrative against who that athlete wants to be. So I would sit down with people who want to tell my story. I'm going to say this, and I'll probably tweet this um, as well. I want to tell your story until you are prepared to tell your story for yourself. And I hope that people understand that. On top of all of the things that I do, you know why I love doing interviews with, 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 with the high school kids? I love doing interviews with high school kids because I want them to be more comfortable when they, when they go off to college. I want them to be more comfortable telling their story. So I'm willing to tell the story, not forever. I don't want to tell the story forever. I want to tell the story until they are ready to tell their story the way that they want it told by themselves. And if, and if that never comes, if they're never comfortable telling the story themselves, I want them to feel safe that I'm going to tell the story that should be told. Not the one that's glammed up, not the one that's dirtied up, but the truth. That's why I got into journalism. That's why I love it so much. So I think about this. Kevin Durant is telling his own story. He's not waiting for you or me to cultivate the story in a way that we believe will get the most clicks, will get the most retweets, will get the most eyes, will get the most downloads. He's telling the story the way in which he wants to tell it. Draymond Green is telling the story the way in which he wants to tell it. That road tripping podcast with Richard Jefferson and 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 and, and, and oh gosh, I forget his name right now, which is sad because I really like him a lot. Um, but I mean, and then Ali, who uh, Channing Fry, thank you, thank you in my brain coming back. Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry and Allie, like I, I like that road trip podcast. It came about when those guys were still in the league. Yes, they weren't stars, but they are well-known entities. And it was awesome because you they're, they're telling their own stories. J.J. Reddick has moved into the space and been fantastic over the last few years, old man in the three. Telling the stories. I love the, the, um, the, the Knuckleheads podcast. Because they're telling their own stories and then they're and then they're given a platform for other people to tell their story until they're ready to tell the story for themselves. Nothing salacious. Nothing I am athlete like where we're trying to get the the tea, the dirt, 
That's why they went after a journalist like the guy that they went after because they wanted somebody that would be willing to do the salacious stuff. You can't get me to do that because that's not what I'm here for. Does it mean that I don't want to tackle those issues? No. It means that there's a time and a place, and when it's not the time and it's not the place, that's not what I'm doing. If I came here to cover you playing a football game, playing a basketball game, in a tennis match, I'm not going to surprise you with stories that have nothing to do with that match. Now, if I wanted to speak to you about those those things, I would request another time. If you refused to speak to me about those things, I would write an an editorial. And in there, I would say that this person did not or did not want to speak to me about the subject. But this is what I think based off of the evidence that I gathered that, my friend, that's journalistic integrity. And so as a journalist, as someone in the social media space, I hope I say something that Kevin Durant wants to engage in one day. I I hate to break the news to you, but it's probably not going to be something sensational because that's not how I get down. But it's fantastic. So again, salute to you, Kevin Durant. Keep on, keep on liking, keep on retweeting, keep on on quoting, keep on engaging in conversation with us. I love to see that. And the people that you engage, they should be appreciative of it because you didn't have to give them the time of day. They know your name. You don't know their name. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. I do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on that YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe. Until next time, peace.